It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We love horror movies from the 70s and 80s, and we watch them for two days straight, and then we go write a book. Now we're looking back at every title one at a time in this podcast that we put out monthly. Once we've had an episode for every movie, it's time to meet up for another shock marathon. Hello, the red record light is red, which means that uh, we're properly recording yet another exciting episode of the Shock Marathons podcast. I'm Matt Farley here with Charlie Roxburgh. Hello. And Tom Scalza. Hi. And Tom, here are the two options. If <laughs> you have two movies on the, on the, on the, uh, in front of you at the video store. One of them is called I Love to Kill. The other one is called Impulse. Which one are you reaching for? Yeah, I think I think that's a no-brainer right there. <laughs> I like yeah. I love to kill is such a better title, but I wonder um yeah. for it seems in my research is Impulse Impulse was the original title, uh, am I right? From everything I've seen, yeah. I I love to kill I, it's it's tacked on in the video age, I think. And it's such an improvement. Like it, oh, yeah. it only goes to show that that a um a money-hungry um um, vi- uh, video guy who cares nothing about art has better taste than uh, uh, the average filmmaker, right, Charlie? <laughs> well, what if the cover of Impulse had uh, a poorly illustrated woman <laughs> in, in a nightie, <laughs> maybe like coming off one shoulder and she's reaching out, and then I Love to Kill had no such nightie woman. Oh, that's that's an interesting conversation. Now, is, right there. Uh, I'm remembering there's the illustration on the cover. Is there a woman in a nightie involved in that picture? I don't even remember. No, I just felt like okay, about okay, women yeah, nighties. Well, honestly, I I'll take a drawing of Shatner strangling someone over a woman in a nightie, um, uh, irregardless of the title. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Well, that that's a that's a whole other. St- option i guess but yeah so, that's true anyway we found this movie called i love to kill and it had a, a drawing of william shatner strangling someone on the cover and it was i mean oh I was so excited and um the movie pretty much lived up to the to the 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 um the cover so let's get into it um it's called i love to kill and uh backstories i don't know about backstories um i usually don't care but <laughs> <laughs> and this is such a case where I didn't care too much, but at least it's quick. It's uh, the radio is airing news about World War II as a man grabs a sword in his living room. There's a woman on a couch who tells him to knock it off. They start to get intimate on the couch. Uh, then there's the boy upstairs who's awakened by the two of them down there. And um, the drunk guy gets rough with the boy and the mom, and the boy kills the guy with a sword. And then... Another questionable move is um, the kid puts his pinky finger up to the corner of his mouth after doing it. Uh, What is that all about, Tom? I I don't know. I mean, as a kid, potentially that's 
something, you know, he did to like calm himself, you know, he sucked down his finger or something. They kind of, you know, you can kind of understand it, but it's inexcusable to carry that forward when the <laughs> kid becomes an adult. <laughs> and and they do that inexcusable thing. Charlie, do you have any thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, it's very like writerly. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was uh unbelievable decision. Yeah. It's got a very uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night kind of feel here with this intro. Yeah. Like, just just like a boy and see, witnessing something, right? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I'm going to fight. Uh, I'm going to fight against it. Uh, my killers don't need any reason for being evil uh, when I'm watching a horror movie. But um, but a lot of a lot of movies feel the need to explain it, um, which yeah, you know, I, I guess from a, again from a writerly perspective makes sense. I guess Charlie, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, they're it's they're not all created equal necessarily. This one, eh, it's it's not that great. Now, what do we learn? We learn eventually that um, Matt got sent to the to the loony bin for this action. Am I right? Yeah, it's hint- or some some they, sort of institution. They mention it just uh, briefly uh, later on in the, in the movie here or there. So yeah. luckily, we we don't dwell long in the past. We're back to present day, which would be early seventies Tampa, right? It's Tampa, Florida. It feels like Florida. I don't know. Are they really specific about it? I I, I feel like I know it's Tampa because of our uh, our friend Richard in Tampa. I think um, he's mentioned it before. Yeah, I, I've read about the director, and he used to do stuff in Florida, but um, I'm not sure what city. But that sounds great if you know. Yeah, let's say it's Tampa. <laughs> yeah. So, so <laughs> modern day Matt, played by William Shatner, who's who's fantastic, and he's watching a belly dancer as the opening credits roll. And after the show, Shatner and the belly dancer drive off together, while a blonde woman watches. Oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> the blonde woman is is Matt's girlfriend, and the next day, Matt's trying to explain himself to her, and she's not happy. Yeah, you know, she's saying, "I've been supporting you for months." As she listens, um, before listing all the stuff she's bought for him, including shaving cream, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he shaves a lot. <laughs> so it's real. This is this is great stuff. I'm loving this. I'm Tom. How good is this? Oh, it's it's awesome! It's magic! <laughs> it's unbelievable. For the first those opening credits, it's like, it, it's not just there's a belly dance show going on. It's Shatner is sitting there, two inches away from the belly dancer, you know, and she's actually comes up to him at some points and like puts her little scarf around his neck, and he's like casually smoking these little cigarette things, and then the screen freezes on like the belly dancer in the middle <laughs> of a, a little motion, and then you give you get another credit. And then the scene continues. It's like five minutes. It's unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And it's very seven early seventies in that style, I think, Charlie, is yeah. it? Yeah. I mean they went out of their way to do those little freeze frames. They had to pay extra to do that back then. <laughs> you know, make an optical effect and but it's great. It's great. And and Shatner is so he's got this casual smiling about him and it, he really feels so seventies with his leisure suit kind of clothes and it's just like no one ever looked as comfortable in a leisure suit <laughs> as in his own element as Shatter does at times in this movie even when he's getting yelled at by yeah. his uh, girlfriend here he's like yeah. he's got a little grin on his face sometimes i feel now they're they're in the car for this whole conversation am i right yeah yeah so she slaps him 
and, and she calls the belly dancer a tramp. And this brings poor Matt, as played by William Shatner, back to his childhood, I right. guess. Because was his mother called a tramp by that guy, maybe? I well, don't know. She, I think the presumption is she was kind of a prostitute. Oh, okay, yeah. And he, he like, doesn't take kindly to people talking about... Don't say bad things about my mom. His mom. And I guess he, he, he puts that on any woman he's seeing... I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> Trying to understand the, uh, the, the, the confused psychology of I love to kill. Yeah. Um, so that, that brings him back to childhood, and he strangles her in the car. Um, and then he snaps out of it and doesn't seem to understand that he's killed her. What's he going to do? Well, he's going to run <laughs> the car into the water, and it goes all the way under. And uh, then he does his trademark pinky to the mouth and is on his way. Um is it reasonable that the car got in all the way, Charlie? Um, yeah, I think so. Once it starts to fill up enough, I mean, it, it was it was sort of a one of those Florida little canal things, um, kind of an homage to Psycho, maybe there. Yeah, it was very uh, Psycho esque. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, our one of our favorite lines though came right before then, Barley, when uh, she says. The, the woman who just got killed says, nobody is just friends with a belly dancer. Oh, that's a good line. And that, that, that yeah. right there, yeah, I made me awesome. want to say, good job. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. that is yeah. wisdom for the ages. And that's, <laughs> it's funny and it's true. Yeah. And it's funny it's wise. It's true. <laughs> that's wise. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, everything in that scene up to when he has his, you know, when he goes nuts, oh, that whole fight is just delightful. It's really, really well done. And I want I want more of it. And good news, folks, we get a lot more of it throughout this whole movie, especially yeah. between Matt and Tina later on, which is so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So then we see Shatner uh, packing his bags to leave town. He's fighting back nausea. And in my notes, I write, I'd rather he were unrepentant, you know? I want him pure, uh, pure evil. That would be much more fun for me. Well, that's yeah. That's I was gonna say. Like after he kills uh, the first, his first girlfriend. You know, he when he said he snaps out of it, he you can tell he feels bad. And then like he gets out of the car and he does this like dramatic like spin move and he like puts his head down on the top of the car and he's like <laughs> really sad about it. And you're like. Because we watched it under "I Love to Kill," and like he, it's like he doesn't. He does love, not love to kill. Yeah, no. you're right. He hates it. <laughs> He's very upset about it. <laughs> so I guess impulse is a better um, explanation for his actions. He's acting on impulses, but "I Love yeah. to Kill" is such a, so much more fun, Charlie. If you push me to it, I will kill you. But. Then I'll feel bad about it. <laughs> Alternate title. <laughs> so meanwhile, we got young Tina. She's being yelled at by her mom about how she needs to eat breakfast and go to school. Tina and her, her mom have some annoying conversation over breakfast. Mom permits Tina to grab $2 from her wallet. Tina takes more than the $2. Um, uh, what are, any thoughts on Tina and her mom from either of you? I, I just I love the fact that Tina calls it folding money. She she says, "Can I have some folding money?" What does that it's like, mean? Wow. It's like, you know, when the, to differentiate between coins and bills. But it's like mm-hmm. 1974 or something. No no one says that. It's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> Good catch by Tom. That's impressive. Yeah. 
And then uh, mom, I guess we're going to learn more about mom later. She's just, uh, she's doing, trying her hardest. She's a single mom, and uh, it's a struggle. It really is. So on her way to school, Tina is almost run over by Shatner. He yells at her, are you crazy? You want to get yourself killed? <laughs> and Tina says, well, you stopped, didn't you? And um, Shatner can't argue that, so he lets her in the car. <laughs> Yeah, that whole thing makes no sense because she was she wasn't wanting a ride, so oh. it's just coincidence. And then she just didn't want to be in the wrong, so that was what she came out with, I guess. But uh, it made the, no, yeah, it made yeah, it so no little sense. sense. But but it's fun. I, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, but you keep thinking something is going to be revealed that they knew each other beforehand, and they didn't. And that's just what's amazing. Yeah, like, just random guy is in the road and you get a ride from him and yeah. he just gives you a ride and then he's like all right let's go on, go on my way like it just <laughs> doesn't make any sense so tina is clearly bad news she's acting out you know she's skipping school taking rides from strangers um she needs to be straightened out and unfortunately shatner is not the the, the person who's going to do that he runs over a dog and um, Tina's mad about it. D- they don't even show the running over of the dog or anything. Like, do they maybe put a little sound effect? Is that the extent of it? I don't even remember. Charlie? I think, would you say, Tom, there's a sound effect and it's very, yeah, it's, again, it's done in such a way that it makes you think maybe you missed something or yeah. you're understanding <laughs> it. Yeah. But um, yeah. it didn't, I, yeah, you don't see anything. You don't happen. see it, but you, you have to believe that it happened and he just keeps driving. So then Tina's mad at him for doing that, and Shatner uh, justifies his action. He says, it's okay. Dogs lick their wounds. They clean them real good. It's okay. Clean them real good. All that blood. <laughs> Somebody should have been watching that dog. That That is fun stuff. Yeah. He's, he's all over the place in, in a way that is, is not easy to pin down. You know? He, yeah. he's not, you know? You can't just say, oh, he's always mean or always crazy. He's he says unusual things. I don't know. He, Even within the same sentence, he he touches every emotion. <laughs> yeah. Um, his performance is up there with um Dennis Fimple as Pahu and um many other of our favorite performances of all time, or at least for me. You guys are on the same page? Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's yeah. great. All right, it's so. Great. He drops Tina off at the cemetery where she speaks with her dead father and Shatner drives off. Um, Tina's mom is Anne, and she's gossiping with her friends for a while. The friend wants to set her up with a regular Burt Reynolds from the neck down. <laughs> Which is fun. Just some some ladies talking about guys. That's, that's fun stuff, huh? Which when That makes I, you I, think, too. <laughs> that makes you think, too. Is he- What's it mean? I, He's got a good body but an ugly face, Tom? I guess. I, I don't I'm not dwelling on that so much as the, <laughs> the the fact she has this plan, right? She's gonna set him up with someone. That that's what we understand, right? She's gonna set him up with someone. But at that point she hadn't met Matt yet. So the only other person in the story is that, that old guy that works at the store that she is apparently seeing. Right, so who's she Who, setting? Yeah, who's her the regular Burt Reynolds? <laughs> I guess I guess once Matt comes into the picture, she's like, "Well, forget about this ugly face, Burt Reynolds. Um, we're going with Shatner." I guess that's the only yeah. explanation. Okay, maybe. 
So the friend warns her that, oh, so the friend tells Anne, you're going to be 40 soon. You got to find a man. Wear something cute for that old little figure, okay? (laughs) (laughs) It's good. So now, now the mom's at the store changing the outfit on Agatha, the mannequin. And she falls um, right into Shatner's arms. And Shatner is smooth. Oh, boy, is he smooth, huh? Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. a fairy, fairy tale meeting there. The, <laughs> the chances. I mean, she didn't even hear anyone come in the store right. or anything. And all of a sudden, I think they widen the angle real quick. And, oh, he catches her. It's a great moment, though. He's very he's very charming. Um, so then there's a short scene of Shatner looking at a dead body that's being taken away by an ambulance. What is that? Um, I have a question before that, though. Is what What is this store that Anne runs? <laughs> It's like it's like a convenience store, but it's also like a fashion boutique. Yeah, it feels like, like it's in an, like a store that would be in an airport or something that has like a little bit of everything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's, it's not re- in an airport. No, it's really weird. I think it caters to the 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 beach set, your uh your tourists and uh people who want like ladies who want flip-flops and uh copper tone. <laughs> and cigarettes. <laughs> and cigarettes, yeah. They ladies in Florida love those things. Uh so now do you <laughs> one stop shop. So what is going on though? So there's the scene where he catches her, and then I'm pretty sure the next scene is Shatner just watching a dead body being taken away. Is it just to show that he likes death? Is that it? Charlie? Um you know, it, it, I was wondering almost, it, it, the helmet is, I think, the same helmet that is shown in Easy Rider. I don't yep. know if that is a thing there, but your question is great. I, I have no idea. All of a sudden, it's almost like they just had access to uh, an, ambulance. A, an ambulance and a motorcycle, and they said, let's have a little, because why is a movie about a killer, you know, concerned about, like, accidental yeah. Deaths. His yeah. whole thing is he's hung up about this saber death when he was a kid and the problems with his mom, not vehicular accidents. No. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. But I guess they just had to fill up the time. So then we get another scene of Shatner. Oh, I'm sorry. Now Shatner checks into the motel. Oh, I love this. Where the female desk clerk has the hots for him instantly. Your buzzer's ringing, he says. You better believe it, she responds. And, of course, before long... <laughs> She ends up in his bed with seductive music playing, and um, she apologizes for keeping him waiting. He unzips her dress, saying, let's see if it was worth waiting for. Oh, Matt is just a, he's a dog, huh? Yeah. <laughs> man's, man's man. <laughs> that, that's, that's some good stuff. And, and it's, it, it, I'm not bored. I'm not bored at all. Um, Throughout this movie, it moves, you know, even with a a random scene of him watching uh, an ambulance, it's short and sweet and and confusing. So I'm fine with it. So time for an abrupt cut to Shatner making a purchase. And that's when Mrs. Marstow is there and she's intrigued and invites him over to discuss investing. Why is he kind of pretending that he has more money than he really does in that scene? Is that why she likes him, uh, Tom? Yeah. Well, he's purchasing business cards that he's made for his fake business. Ah, yes. And then he's like talking to the sales guy, you know, about investment opportunities. It's like that's his thing, you know, he scams people out of their money from 
with his investment talk. And everyone in Florida seemingly is like really excited about investment opportunities. Like within th <laughs> three seconds of talking to him, they're like, well, I could probably get $10,000 yeah. for you. <laughs> in a heartbeat. They're, they're totally up for it. So, no, and Mrs. Marstow's name is Julia. So we have Anne is, is the, Tina's mom, and Julia is Anne's friend. Um, she admits that she has decided to set up mom with Shatner instead of Clarence, the shop owner. So Clarence, right. Tom, is that is, but you think Clarence is her boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, that's bad. Or maybe she's, she's just taken, uh, she's like, well, I guess I'll date Clarence now. It's, it's an unrelated person. There's this other Burt Reynolds from the neck down who's <laughs> off camera somewhere. <laughs> so what Charlie is saying, we got to let it go. <laughs> I can't. It has to be, because if you're saying Clarence, if she's saying Clarence is a Burt Reynolds from the neck down, because he's like 78 years old, <laughs> shopkeeper who's like exceptionally frail so uh, who knows so next um at the so julia gets an obscene phone call that night when they're having the dinner party before matt arrives and presumably matt is making that call i guess right charlie no oh. i don't i mean presumably maybe 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 but the next cut is him pulling up um, yeah, in the car no and 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 um this is before car phones and cell phone um so no time has passed. This is fascinating to me. This this is this is like the accident motorcycle scene sort of. Yeah. It's just it's it's almost great because yes. it's so it's so naturalistic yeah. that you're like on a night when she has a dinner party, she could get an unrelated obscene phone call. And yeah. it just it's just something that happens and it could be a red herring, it could just be atmosphere for yeah. making you feel a certain way. I'm amazed by it. Yeah. Well said. Well said. I, I, I given the the ineptness of uh, the production, I think perhaps they imagined Matt made the call, but they just didn't execute well enough to uh, account for the time between making the call at a payphone and getting to the party. Um, I submit submit that. What do you say? Could be possible. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, possible. Um. So Matt arrives at the dinner party and provides some investing advice, which he probably knows nothing of. Um, but they're fine with it. They're all into it, which is cool. Um, and then um, by the end of the party, Matt's alone with the mom. He inquires about how Agatha is doing. Ha, ha, ha. Agatha, you'll remember, is the, um, what is she? Um, mannequin. mannequin. The mannequin. So that's yeah. great. Um, the only people Matt bumps into in town are Tina, her mom, and her friend. <laughs> and he's met them all randomly, all separately. <laughs> correct? Yeah, that's that's correct. Yep, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> so what else? Julia says... Small town. <laughs> Julia says, c'est la vie. And then we get a cut to Shatner saying it as well. It's, it feels kind of dumb and forced. Do you guys know what I'm talking about there? Like one scene ends with someone saying "say la vie," and then the next scene begins with someone else saying it. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Okay, maybe I'm going crazy. Anyway, listeners, if you check it out, um, contact us. Let me know if I was right about that. All right, mom tells Tina how the date went. 
she has a date, and they have another date on. So mom comes home. Tina's mad. Yeah, Charlie, explain. Yeah, well, she comes home at, at 1 a.m. Uh, Tina's waiting and, up for her. And, and Tina's waiting up for her. And it, it's kind of good here because Tina does have a point. She's She is probably only about 11 years old or something. Yep. And uh, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty late. And, uh <laughs> But the mom also has a little bit, a tiny bit of a point. She should have gotten a babysitter or something, but that she wants to be able to do a little bit of her own life. So yeah. uh, in that way, it is a bit of a uh, believable, like, you know, difficult household yeah. situation they've got going on there. I side with Tina, though. Um, Tina's right. She's like, Mom, be she my mom. Right. Hello. And we're supposed yep. to go to the cemetery. And Mom's like, oh, I forgot. And Tina says, yeah, you forgot as soon as he died. And that, ooh, yeah. that cut Ouch. deep. Yeah. yeah. So Tina, instead of taking her daughter to visit with um, her, her dead husband, she goes to the zoo with William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Shatner and the mom eat cotton candy. He tells uh, her lies about his rich family. He bumps into a woman who's holding a bunch of balloons. <laughs> he yells at her, telling her that she should be ground up into dog food. All this inches away from Anne, who... Because her back is turned, can't hear any of it, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah. She's, she's like, what was that about? Oh, nothing. nothing. <laughs> Does he pop the balloons, too? A couple of them, I yeah, think. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's an intense bit there. For a minute, yeah. it's like, yeah. if you're watching it, I think, I don't know what happened when we watched it the first time, but you're kind of like, whoa. He, yeah. he is hot. And she walks away, and I feel like sorry for that person who got yelled at, even as an extra, not even just like her character, but... Wow, yeah, it's intense it's stuff. Intense. And it's, yeah. it's, I love that they try to pass on that Anne had no awareness of what was going on directly next to her. You know, yeah. And then he gets into his hot dog talk right after. Oh yeah, <laughs> tell me I'll that. Just, well, right after he hollers at her, she says, "What was that?" And he says, "Oh, nothing." Hey, like, you know what they put into these hot dogs? It's all the <laughs> disgusting parts. And that's the meal that he's bought her for their date, apparently, as they're out. And then, then he says, hey, how come you never remarried? Yeah. <laughs> all in the 20 seconds, these three things happen. Meanwhile, yeah. Tom, who's lurking on the other side of the lagoon watching all this? Uh, Karate Pete. Every, <laughs> every, every, everyone's favorite. Winnebago driving uh, karate instructor, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> what a great moment. We don't know who Karate Pete is yet at this point. We just know that this guy means business, and um, and he's awesome. He is fantastic. And uh, remember, or, oh, sorry, but remember Matt, Matt's other line, a very manly line, because we had mentioned his other other bits before. He says, hey, I have the most wonderful view of the city from my motel room to Anne while they're, while they're on their date, which is pretty nice. Uh, Tom, you had more to add? Just at, at, one, at one point, as that scene is kind of drawing to a close, he, he throws away his hot dog, and they like make, uh, make, a, uh, make it prominent. Like They zoom in on him like throwing this out. So I don't know if it's like a statement on his... like. He really is like super health conscious, and he doesn't eat hot dogs, and he looks down on people that do. I don't know, but yeah, they make ah. it a point that he throws it away. They were making, yeah. I, I, and who knows what they intended with with any of the points they were making? But they they thought they were making lots of points. I think. Yeah. Um, was this the the tank top scene or no? 
the the striped shirt or is it later? That's that's the next other time. Okay, okay. So But just random one random aside too is there's a bunch of scenes, not just this scene, but there's a bunch throughout the film that either start or stop on a close up of like a woman's butt. Have you noticed that? Mm. Like there's scenes like it's either from his point of view or just a random scene begins on like a close up of like a woman's butt. And then it sometimes it like you know goes into other things it's it's very odd it's the yeah. 70s when in doubt you know <laughs> as a cameraman <laughs> perverted cameraman that's awesome <laughs> so mom comes back from the date and once again tina is angry um and she purposely drops her mom's beautiful china on the ground it slipped she says oh man that's intense stuff. Then we get a nice soap opera moment where Mom and Julia discuss Matt while walking on the beach. Um, uh, I don't have any other notes on any of those scenes. Is there more to say, or did was that about it, guys? Well, it's it it's like a a woman's a woman's crisis, <laughs> uh, a woman's decision. Yeah, She's, it, it's a whole other movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a whole other other women's picture about it a woman is, yeah. coming to grips with this this stage in her life and does she want to make that step to go to his room and it's awesome it's awesome it's a little <laughs> treat for us at this moment it is a treat and why not yeah. you know if you're gonna have the scene you put it on the beach and have the waves crashing and have them you know talking about their emotions it's it's it is it's really wonderful stuff yeah but it, with the tina too like the relationship with the daughter and like you know how they're gonna get over it. it, it you could f- totally forget about Shatner entirely, <laughs> and the yeah. whole killing thing. It's like a whole other, like you said, it's a whole other story. So That's now, true. now Tina is staking out Matt's motel room, um, where Mom is there getting intimate with him. Tina watches through the window and cries. Ah, oh, poor Tina. She goes home. Nobody could ever replace you, Dad. Never, ever. I hate her. I hate her. That's a more just um, intense family drama right there. Yeah. Charlie. Her, her acting level, I mean, is, is sometimes so up and so, like, broad and off the charts. It's perfect to be in this Shatner movie because sometimes I think she's good, a really good kid actor, and sometimes I think she's not. <laughs> but uh, it, it fits so well. Yeah, it's uh, everything. It's just the kitchen sink um, mentality in this movie. You know, every emotion, they, they hit every emotion, mm-hmm. and, and we're grateful to it. Uh, so mom, now mom's going to introduce Matt to Tina, and um, <laughs> Shatner's standing there with a white top hat, and, uh, <laughs> and Tina runs off. That's good stuff, huh? Uh, the white top hat is magic. That's <laughs> <laughs> It's, he just sits there looking. Uh, who? There's. You don't even need to have any dialogue. Just have him staring at the camera. I really feel that Tina maybe should have been. She's not quick enough in explaining that she's already met this guy and he killed a dog. She waits yeah. a couple of days to to report this information. Charlie, I I have some uh, possible good information about the top hat. Oh, let's hear it. I, I I read a book about low-budget horror. This is really quick. And uh, I'm pretty sure they mentioned that Shatner said he was going to do the picture as long as he could, um, like, pick out his own wardrobe (laughs) and maybe get to keep it. Oh, that's so beautiful. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is a while ago I read this book. I just thought of it when you were appreciating the top hat. If I were ever at a meet and greet with Shatner, I'd be like, you still have the white top hat? <laughs> <laughs> you know, from Impulse? <laughs> All right. AKA. <laughs> Matt and, um, and Anne have dinner where he convinces her to invest $10,000. Uh, he can't stay, though, very long. I've got to meet someone. Business. And that someone is Karate Pete. <laughs> yes. Karate Pete, um, is he is he from Hawaii? Is that stated? Or where is he from? Um, or it's not stated. I just assumed he was Hawaiian. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, he looks like he could be from Hawaii. No, 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 no. He's from Japan. They He's, say, uh, yeah. might, might be. He's from Japan. Yeah. They do say. And... Um, and they meet up. Um, Pete wants in on the action. That that he, he Pete knows. What is Pete? Pete is another scammer, just like Matt. And they they run in the same circles. Is that what's going on, Charlie? I think that he was the muscle, maybe, and they had a little con man team. And Matt's trying to go solo, and Karate Pete won't have it. Yeah, and I think Karate Pete was in jail for a while, so oh, Matt's okay. kind of moved on and started some other stuff, and now Pete's right. back, and he wants some cash. Karate Pete says, that was some nice-looking chick. And Shatner discusses uh, how he begged not to be let out of the loony bin. Oh, so that's a little reference to the fact that um, he had been locked up since he was a kid. Um, right, but but Pete knows about it. He knows he He mustn't have known him most of his life, because he knows... All that. They have a history, these two guys. And yeah. uh, Pete pins Matt to the bed, stating that he's 50. He's been in jail for seven <laughs> years. He needs cash now. <laughs> he <laughs> Those are good specifics. There's <laughs> something about his bones or something, too. My bones. His are... bones can't take this can't anymore. Can't take it anymore. I want a whole movie with just those two guys, too. Talk about a whole other movie. I, I wish Pete were in it more. Just you think what we also know, Pete drives around in a Winnebago with the words Karate Pete on the side of it, right? So he must be he must be like performing karate or teaching karate or something. Like he's advertising. Yeah, it's not a subtle way to go from town to town um scamming people, you know? It's like please describe the man. Like he's like a giant um Japanese karate expert who has Karate Pete on his Winnebago. Like how hard is it to find that guy? When these two guys are together, they're acting styles. You could not pick more of an odd couple. A guy who's really more of an athlete, enforcer yeah. type, and Shatner, who's the complete, like, you know, actorly type over the top guy, together <laughs> in a hotel room, like, battling it out. Magic. So Pete asks Matt to pour him a drink. Matt refuses, and Pete karate chops the nightstand, saying, That could have been your head. Poor. So uh, that that's good back and forth. Matt gives Pete the info about the widow with all the money, and Pete says um, he'll wait with him, but Matt says that his desk clerk is coming over soon. So Pete agrees that they'll meet later at the car wash. How, come on, Karate Pete. Don't fall for that trick, you know? That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's So basically, Pete... Pete immediately goes from at one moment he's like I'm not letting you out of my sight and then Shatner's like but my uh my girl on the side's coming over uh to get into me he's like okay fine you know <laughs> so, so you know, I got you I got you 
Okay, so meanwhile, Tina's hiding out at the motel, and she hides in the back of Matt's car as he goes to meet Pete at the El Dorado car wash. And that's where we see the big uh, Winnebago that says Karate Pete, and what a moment that is. Oh, it's, it's, uh, you know, um, details are better, even if they're ridiculous. Uh, A detailed Winnebago is much more interesting than a plain one, right, Charlie? Yeah, and it's painted on paper, I think, or, or, or... And it's taped, basically, or tied with some cheap strings. Like so, a banner, uh, yeah. It's so, it makes no sense <laughs> to, go, to go like halfway out of your way to do that and <laughs> not just have him drive up in a regular car. It, it, it just makes no sense. And he's right out it? of prison, right? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it's like our theory about uh, showing helicopters they uh, had access. Movies, yeah. They're like, this vehicle is bigger than that vehicle. We got to use that value. Yeah. <laughs> People want to see big vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I mean, we're talking about it still. Yeah. It, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Matt's able to drop a noose directly over Pete's head and around his neck from atop the car wash, which is very impressive <laughs> and, and unlikely. <laughs> And then he pulls the rope up and uh, strings up Pete. Hang in there, he says, taunting Karate Pete. And then uh, Pete, struggling all this time, finally remembers that he has a knife in his pocket, which he uses to simply cut the rope. This is this is so good, right, uh, Tom? Oh, right. How good is this? It's 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 so dramatic. It's wonderful. It's Shatner. You know, he could have just driven away, you know, but he he decided he had to taunt him for a little while. <laughs> And he actually took Pete's hands off of, he was like holding the rope up above his head to try and, you know, save himself. And he took his hands off and brought him back down to his sides where then he grabbed the knife. So he might not have even remembered the knife. And who knows? I'm yeah, he's practically, yeah he's practically guiding him um, down to, to the knife in his pocket. It's delightful. Yeah. Tina's in the back seat all this time. Uh, Pete runs into the car wash. Charlie, this is one of your favorite moments. You can describe it. Uh, yeah, I mean, of of all the options at that point, he wasn't really forced to go into that that <laughs> tunnel there. But they show an insert shot where an elbow, oh, Karate Pete's elbow, turns on the operations because, yeah. <laughs> of course, it's production value to show a man going through a car wash. They, of course, it's late at night and the car wash isn't operating, but if you go inside and, and bump your elbow into a switch, the whole works comes on. <laughs> so it's a slow-motion chase. With suds everywhere. Suds everywhere, the flopping around, you know, big rag things. and it's, Shatner can't really go much faster because he can't really see where he's going, and it's like a measured pace through the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> and I, it looks like uh, Harold Sakata really had to go through a car wash, right? wouldn't you say, Tom? Oh yeah, yeah. So they just they just go through the car wash, which doesn't really accomplish anything because at the other end, uh, Shatner just runs over, him. runs him over, right? <laughs> and then, for good measure, just to make sure that he really got him, puts it in reverse, right? Yeah, backs yep. over him. Yeah, and he throws him in the trunk. Uh, at, at that moment, Tina makes a run for it, uh, and he chases after her. 
Um, but she gets home and calls the police, but she doesn't say anything because she hears the car outside. And Tina, I mean, Tina's better than that. I mean, why wouldn't she say something? She just lies in bed scared. I was a little disappointed. And I didn't believe it, because Tina's not the type of girl who would just cower like that. Am I giving Tina too much credit, Charlie? Uh, no, I, I kind of agree with you. She's very sassy, and she's kind of showed throughout the movie that she, like, sticks up for herself yes. and, and says what she wants. Thank I, you. The only thing that Shatner did tell her, I'll kill you. Oh, uh, come on. She's not afraid of him. Yeah, okay. Anyway, next day, um, so wait, then it just kind of ends. Uh, he's done chasing her or whatever, I guess. It just kind of stops. Next yeah. day, the mom and Matt invite Tina to go out with them. And while Matt's, uh, Matt's off getting candy, Tina whispers to her mom. Um, do we know what she says, or is that uh, uh, off camera, the whispering? Uh, well... That's off camera, but okay. I mean, we we assume she's telling her about the, the uh, what happened the, the, night the car wash incident. And mom, mom isn't buying any of this, right? Yeah, and this is this is the striped tank top. Uh, yes, Shat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but, there he but, is. He's away <laughs> buying candy. Oh, he sees the up. whispering. Okay, that's what it is. He's right, off buying right. candy. At, where are they? At the zoo or or like a amusement park or something? <laughs> that's. <laughs> A little amusement park. Okay. And so, so he's mad. He comes back. He's like, what was that all about? You know? He's very right. suspicious that Tina's going to turn him in. Right. That's what's going on. On the ride home, Matt and Tina are giving the evil eye through the rearview mirror, which is delightful. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah. Just before uh, we get too far away, before they get to the amusement park, there's there's – an astonishing scene after after the night of the car wash, and then Tina, you know, is, calls the police and doesn't say anything. Then there's a scene of like Tina playing in in like the front yard or something, and off camera voiceover, there's Shatner and and Anne talking, and and Anne is saying Tina doesn't seem like herself. I don't know what's going on. And Shatner says, Oh, maybe she's sick. And then Anne says, no, she doesn't have a fever. And then Shatner's like, ah, she's fine, whatever. And then Anne said, maybe we should, maybe we should, uh, you know, I, I can't remember exactly what she says. She's like, I don't know. Do you think we should include her in our day today? Maybe we shouldn't invite her. Maybe she should stay home. And he said, no, no, let's bring her. Let's bring her. It'll be good because he wants to like, keep her around. But when you think about the, this conversation, like they're going basically to an amusement park for her to to play at and they're debating whether or not she should go <laughs> it's it's awesome otherwise yeah. it's just, just gonna be the two adults on yeah the, on and, the and, they would, and the yeah. main choice of food would be hot dogs which <laughs> they'd have to zoom in on again and he'd have to throw away <laughs> um so oh, oh uh, they're giving the evil eye in the rear in the car that's awesome uh, matt has a flashback to his mom sending him to the loony bin so we get a little more backstory Unnecessary, but whatever. Um, now, mom's doing some sewing at home, I guess, doing a heart, having a heart-to-heart with Tina. Mom says Tina's making all this stuff up. Tina won't back down. Poor Tina. She says, he's going to kill me. Mom's, mom slaps Tina. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. this poor girl, this is, this is horrible. Uh, there's so many obvious warning signs anyway. Not to mention your daughter's making these accusations, but she just, uh, Anne won't hear it. So then Tina goes walking. Um, Matt tracks her down, offers her a ride. Uh, you mad at me, he asks. 
You're scared, she says. Now, Tina knows she has the power. Doesn't this movie have another title called Wanna Ride, Little Girl? Isn't that one of the alternate titles? Yep. Yes. That's a good one, too. That's better than Impulse. Yeah. This little scene here, one of our favorites, for sure. This is like signature scene of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he explains that Karate Pete deserved to die. This is a classic showdown between Tina and Matt. You got to be crazy talking to a gravestone, he says, just taunting this this little girl. And and before leaving, he points at her one last time, just for emphasis. Oh, it's oh, like good. a grown man fighting with this child, and 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 both of them being really, uh, you know, holding their their own on the fight. It's so good, right, Tom? It's it's unbelievable. It's it's just incredible cinema. Like you cannot. <laughs> No one, no one would ever create that nowadays. I know. I, I can't imagine even anyone thinking of it yep. as a scene you would ever want to do in a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing. Like he's like making fun of her for caring about her dead father, and she like, like this. It it's just crazy. This argument. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. So Tina breaks down at the graves, um, sobbing. Somebody's got to believe in me. Uh, Matt meets with Julia, tells her that he thinks Tina's crazy. <laughs> My mother died, and I went to visit her once, and you can't bring back the dead no matter how much you cry, he says, with his pinky to his mouth. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's coming unhinged. So Julia mentions that she's going to check with her lawyer before investing. Uh-oh, Matt gets worked up about this and drops her brooch. One of the diamonds falls out. He gets it for her. Um, Charlie. Yeah, this this makes no sense as far as I could tell, and I watched it a couple times. He doesn't touch her brooch, right? It just magically like pops off of her chest. Yeah. And you would think he's a money grubbing guy that he would have tried to right. show a close up where he did a quick switcheroo and tried to like pop a diamond off into his cufflink or or into his cuff or into his palm and then put it in his pocket. But no. Doesn't happen. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Unrelated to the story, <laughs> a brooch pops off a woman's chest which our killer con man picks up and gives back to her. Quite end of, quite end politely. Of, yeah. Quite politely. End of that incident. <laughs> So later, <laughs> yeah, that's so well put. Later, yeah. Shatner's driving and thinking about how the lawyer could ruin his scheme. Um, he might just want to rob Julia. So he cancels his date with Anne because he needs to catch, claiming he's going to Jamaica. And he pressures her to go get the 10K for him to invest while he's gone. She goes, right. she goes to the bank. On her way out, a guy's coming in. He eyes Anne as she leaves. Shatner tells the guy, we're closed. So he was watching the store while she was going to the bank, and um, because he looked at his girl, at his girlfriend Shatner won't sell to him. Right? Is that what's happened there, Tom? Yep. Okay. Tina skips school and hangs at the graveyard, of course, where she bumps into Julia, who's leaving flowers for each of her three dead husbands. <laughs> Tina tells Julia everything she's known about Matt. Um, she says he killed someone at the car wash last night. Although it feels at that point that it was more than a, it was a few days ago, but I'm not going to quibble with this movie. Um, and what does Julia say? She says, you're a mean, jealous, vicious little girl, and you've got to stop it. Like, whoa, Julia. 
everyone yeah. is so mean to to Tina. And dismissive. Like, I yeah. mean, she's really had a hard time of it. Like her mom like goes out all night and like doesn't come back home, and like she's like, hey, you know, why weren't you home? And she's like yells at her for like complaining about it. Like she really doesn't do anything wrong. She you speaks. Know, it, she makes sense. That's the that's the what's hilarious about it. everything she's saying makes makes some sense, and uh, they they will not hear it. Uh, it's it's awesome. Yeah. So Anne gives Matt the ten thousand. Uh, Matt shows up at Julia's at night as she's feeding her fish. He tries to grab the fish in the tank, and she stops him. Major John. Major, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, but I'm sorry. I just. But back to the ten thousand thing. Yeah. Normally in movies, right, when you give someone like ten thousand dollars, it's like a briefcase or some, you know, some sort of like a bag or something. She gives him like this little handful of like eight bills. It's like <laughs> I don't know what denomination she had, but it's just this tiny little handful. She's like, here's the ten thousand. Here's some folding know, money. Folding money. <laughs> You can't let these things go. No, let it no, let it out. That's why we're here. Um, so there's all this stuff going in the, with the fish tank. I can't understand what Shatner's saying, but it's very intense. Then he says, "Where's the safe?" She opens it for him. He's freaking out. All of his psychological torment is coming through in his twitches and ticks. I'm not really enjoying this part of the movie. Um, but anyway, Julia gets a knife and stabs him, and he karate kicks it out of her hand. Uh, am I missing anything, Charlie? Well, no. Um, it's it's kind of like a slow-mo, awkward knife fight. She keeps kind of reaching out with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's he, she's on the ground, and he's just kind of taking an athletic position over her, reaching his hand in now and again. And she's, like, reaching out and stabbing toward his hand. If you, if you get a chance to go back <laughs> and look at it, I think it was hard to film, and it came out charmingly awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's this this middle-aged woman and, and Shatner uh, having a, a battle, right? Yeah, yeah, and then his hand gets cut a little bit, and he's, like, you know, freaking out. Starts, starts crying. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's having his, his torment. Tina shows up and watches as um, as he's... Now he has a knife, and he stabs Julia to, to death. And then he freaks right. out, I guess. Okay. Right. Yeah, even more. I mean, he had been freaking out the whole time. And- okay. And then he chases Tina through the cemetery in some weak day-for-night uh, shots. It's very bright uh, in the middle of the night. Lots of running and running. I say get to the point. She gets to a funeral home, um, falls down the stairs, passes out at the bottom of the stairs. Shatner sees her there and has a flashback to his father's funeral. Is that right? Uh, it's a funeral. Um, I, I guess... I guess it is, but he it'd be funny if it is because he the only other funeral he mentions in the story is his mom's. Could yeah, who knows. But yeah. at that age that little Shatner was there was his mom still alive, you know, and how long did she die after she put him in the institution? The, yeah, sure. the movie gets a little weak here, the big finale. Uh, I'm I'm not that into it. Shatner leaves the funeral home. Wait, 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 wait. Disrupts wait. a service. Yeah, Char- uh, Tom. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly that when you when we first see this scene, right? It's the middle of the Tina, night. Tina runs into this to the room where there's like a uh, you know a service going on. The body's being displayed, and she screams. She sees it. She screams. She runs through the room. Then Shatner comes in. He sees the body, and then he runs through the room. 
but at no point do you see that there's actually a service going on. Like you just, they're just running through this room and then they come back later and then Shatner looks at the body again and then he like turns around and there's like 15 <laughs> people there that have been watching this whole scene yeah. all along. It's awesome. <laughs> and um, it just, I, I feel like it's two in the morning. Like my movie clock says it's two in the morning when this is all happening and yet there's there's a service going on. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it almost it, it has a very naturalistic uh, feel this scene it's as if he went into a real wake and started punching people because the extras all look like what's going on here they just, they're just roll the cameras there's a funeral going on in this ready go like, we got some free extras here but it won't match with the other scenes we just did. do Don't it worry about production value so Shatner returns to Julia's house. Anne happens to be stopping by. She confronts him after seeing Julia dead on the ground. He attacks her and drowns her in the fish tank. As he's doing that, Tina stabs him in the back. He drops dead after trying to get her but failing. Anne survives the fish tank. She's still alive, and Tina and Anne hug. So, uh, you know, whatever. The movie's got to end uh, on some note. Um, it... It didn't reach, you know, it didn't reach the great moments uh, before it, but um, I'm not gonna. I still love this movie. This is this is fabulous. It's Shatner holds it together, Shatner right. and Tina. Um, but I give it high, high, high marks. What are your reviews? Let's start with Charlie. Yeah, uh, we got a lot that we remembered uh, to take away from this movie, um, especially Shatner's and Tina's head-to-head battles that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Florida touches, a lot of naturalistic touches that I've been mentioning throughout. Um, and I think we really, um, you get a movie in the 70s with Shatner where he was allowed to do whatever he wanted. I don't think anyone was reining him in. And that's um, priceless. It feels really low budget for, for Shatner. I, like, I, know, I don't know what level Shatner's fame was at that point, but I mean... Um, it's a big name for a movie of such low quality. Tom, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I don't. I mean, this is this is like in the middle of Star Trek, I think. Star I think Trek it's po- just after Star Trek, maybe like just it's barely. A, it's after, and I think he it's was after. willing to do most anything. He probably um, only had to go for a week too, you know. And and I read about how he got the role. Oh, where okay, let's hear. He, it. he bumped into like the producer at the airport. And something like that, where it was that casual, like, hey, do you want to like do this quick little movie? And I was like, yeah, you know, why not? <laughs> can I buy a top hat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I do the wardrobe and can I do whatever I want with the character? Yes. Let's film it. Uh, Tom, what's your general general review? Yeah, I mean, I, I love this movie and I remembered uh, almost all of it, which was amazing. You know, that that's kind of a rarity in the movie's that we've done when I rewatched it, it, there wasn't a lot of surprises. Some of the details, you know, kind of were lost from the first time I saw it. But I mean, all those scenes with Karate Pete, it was all, you know, like reliving great memories. It's it all pretty vivid and it stayed with me. It, it really did. I mean, the showdowns with Tina were, are never, I'm never going to forget those. I think about those on a weekly basis. Um, <laughs> Karate Pete, of course, legendary. Um, and just like, like, um, just even the shot across the lagoon of Karate Pete, it's just, it's iconic, really. 
Um, Shatner yelling at the lady at the zoo. Um, yeah. You know, with the balloons. I mean, it's just, there's so much good stuff. I'm, I don't like the flashbacks and I, um, in some, like in the old lady's house, like her, like, um, that rich old lady's house, any of those scenes feel a little, um, stale to me, Charlie. Yeah. I mean, the, the main thing that keeps you going is when Shatner is smiling being a con man like those are the yeah. funny parts you want him to be charismatic and confident smiling, yeah confident then you're happy when he's freaking out it's never as good yeah when but, he puts yeah. his pinky up or to when his he's mouth. Yeah, yeah when he's sad freaking out but when he's yeah when you he's, want anger you want anger not um psychological torment yeah yeah <laughs> can you imagine though like this movie has a, a a lot of it feels a lot like play dead to me like it's got like a lot of that same vibe oh, yeah yeah good yeah call. And like I was just imagining a hybrid, you know, where you'd have a detective and Shatner, mm. like the detective from Play Dead and Shatner in the same movie would have been uh, something else. Yeah, yeah, less rich old lady and more detective. I would trade that in a ah. heartbeat. Yeah, Show, those two in a showdown, like a cat and mouse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got our review. We got we got our shock memories, pretty much. Um, is that it? That's it, right? Yeah, I think that's it. Well, did we get any nominations, Tom? Do you? Uh... I feel like Shatner. Well, he must have been nominated for best actor, and and he, might very well have won. He was nominated, but he did not win. Oh, what a shame. Um, the the hanging at the car wash won for best death. Yeah. Good. 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 Although he, um, it wasn't really a, he didn't die from the hanging. I could quibble right there. No, that's we quibbling with ourselves. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the dog hit by the car somehow got a nomination for best animal. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. never even see him. That was an inspired choice <laughs> by us. Scrape in the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> There's not always enough animals in one of our marathons to to fill the nominee list. That's hilarious. It's, it's subtle but good. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a tough one. And the uh, best screenplay was a nomination, right. and uh, best best picture was also it was also a nomination. But it was shut out. No victories, huh? Or did um, it win best death? The best best death won. Okay. Okay. Just, just for, uh, just for, um, just for the history books, the Devil Master ended up winning Best Picture. Well, it's uh, understandable for that one. <laughs> and and Pahu won for Best Actor. Well, there you have it. Yeah. Well, so, I. That's the thing. It is a. It is a. T- a step below Pahu quality. But I mean, this is. Um. If if I'm gonna show people ten or fifteen shock movies, this is definitely one of them. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. that good. Um, so many uh, amazing moments and uh, and entertaining all the way through. There's there's very few lulls and and luckily they don't last long. There's something that's just gonna make you s- say, "What did I just watch?" Always around the corner, <laughs> and and that's what we live for. So um, I guess we we nailed it, right, guys? Yeah, indeed. That was a good one. All right, yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Go to shockmarathons.com. And um, contact us or buy some of the things that we sell there or or don't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right. Um, thanks for tuning in. We're getting this one right under the wire. Um, go by Pacific Time for the um, in terms of uh, getting it done before the end of May. 
Uh, it's gonna be tight. Um, but uh, we we live on uh, monthly, uh, releasing this podcast monthly for all thirty of you. Thank you for tuning in. Actually, we have about thirty downloads, and I I'm one of them. Do you download it regularly, Charlie? Mm, no. No. Okay, Tom. <laughs> I do, yeah. Okay, so, I, I stream it sometimes. Yeah, that's, I don't know if they they count streams. Yeah, but Tom and I are two of the thirty listeners. <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, thanks, <laughs> thanks to all twenty eight of you uh, for Tom and Charlie. I'm saying good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.